This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm superstar Frank Morano. Something very interesting has happened to Governor Andrew Cuomo's campaign account balance. For the first time in a while, because remember, he's not really raising money. For the first time in a while, his account balance has grown. Now, this is the first time that his account balance has grown since he left office over two years ago, inching up from $7.7 million to $7.8 million over the past six months. Now, you might ask, why? How could someone who's not raising money, who's not really running for anything, who's still paying all this staff, how can they have their account balance for their campaign go up? So the growth isn't due to a surge in donations for Cuomo. He can instead thank a law in New York state that requires the state to reimburse legal fees for elected officials who've been accused of crimes that don't result in convictions. In his case, Albany County prosecutors tossing a misdemeanor charge of forcible touching against Cuomo in 2021 resulted in a $565,000 check from the state controller's office last week. And that likely won't be the end of the money the ex-governor receives from the state. He's expected to get back several million dollars from other cases. Great reporting from uh, Politico New York and Bill Mahoney on this. I am the biggest critic of Andrew Cuomo that there is. However, I said repeatedly, all of these criminal investigations into uh, the allegations involving women were total bubkis. They were nonsense. And we knew that if you looked at the any of the evidence or any of these women's history, that they were not going anywhere. Certainly not in a criminal court. Civil court may be. And I want you to think, if you're a taxpayer, your money is now going to Andrew Cuomo's campaign. So far, over a half a million dollars of your tax money has gone to Andrew Cuomo's campaign. And when it's all said and done, probably several million dollars would. Why? Because overzealous prosecutors, DAs, a sheriff, and an attorney general wanted to create a criminal case when there was none. So the next time you're cheering on your favorite politician or least favorite politician being investigated by your local DA, remember that if there's not a strong case there, your money is going to go to pay their legal fees. Andrew Cuomo had a top-notch attorney, and he's now getting paid by the taxpayer, or she is now getting paid by the taxpayer. Beam me up! To be continued. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. 
Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. I'm Frank Morano. If you're a New Yorker and you have any difficulty staying awake while you're driving, pull over right now and pick up your wireless device and go to coned.com and read the section about Con Edison's rates. The cost of Con Edison's electric gas and steam service is determined by their rate filing and look at the 2023-2024 winter bill outlook spoiler alert it ain't pretty electric costs are going to be higher residential customers in new york city may see a 14 percent increase a 14 percent increase and residential customers in westchester county may see an 11 percent increase now the biggest joke of all is that the bill impacts outlined in the joint agreement current rates approved by the new york public service commission went into effect on august 1st 2023 the new york state public service commission what good are they? What public service are they performing? My friend Jay Diamond posted on Facebook that their idea of service is like a bull servicing a cow. The Public Service Commission is toothless, useless, and does nothing to rein in public utilities. I have said for years, what New York State needs is something like what Oregon has, something like what Illinois has, something like what Santiago has. A citizens utility board, a non-governmental, non-profit advocacy group to stand up for the ratepayers. If you look at their track record in Illinois, they have been successful in getting rebates, getting rates occasionally lowered, fighting against these sort of rate hikes. Need I ask, where is Governor Hochul? Where is Mayor Adams? On this, something that everybody's got to pay, unless you want to go without electricity, they're nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. Mario Cuomo, when he was governor, to his credit, tried to implement a New York State Citizens Utility Board. Governor Pataki did away with it when he came into office. But I continue to think this is a great idea. Look into it. First, do me a favor. Look into your bill for the winter. Then, after you're done recovering from the shock of seeing the 14% rate hike, look up the idea of a citizen utility board. If not now, when? Beam me up. To be continued. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 WABC. Local Spotlight. 
We told you yesterday how Governor Hochul has unveiled her proposed state budget, and now the real negotiations begin. Now, the state budget negotiations are not going to be easy for Governor Hochul. Yes, her $233 billion spending plan includes plenty of good news for Mayor Adams, fulfilling his desire to continue oversight of the public school system and boosting migrant aid spending to $2.4 billion. But there's already friction in Albany for Governor Hochul's budget from her fellow Democrats. Suburban lawmakers, at first blush, are not happy with her plan to change how school districts are funded, potentially leading to less state aid. We talked to you a little bit about that yesterday. And Assembly Speaker Carl Hasty signaled to reporters that he was skeptical of plans to tackle shoplifting after Hochul set aside $45 million in the budget to help law enforcement and prosecutors address the issue. But here is where the real battle is going to be, because this is where the real momentum and the energy within the Democratic Party is these days. Progressive Democrats Democrats blasted the governor for not backing calls to hike taxes on rich New Yorkers. State Senator Jessica Ramos, who's rumored to be considering a run for mayor next year against Mayor Adams, said there's plenty to do and there's plenty of money in New York State if we want to find it. Opposition to raising income taxes is apparently a red line for the governor. At least that's what she said when she was speaking to reporters yesterday. I will say no on an income tax increase. Even some Republicans were more likely to compliment the broad strokes of her budget proposal than many Democrats. Now, another guy who has a complicated budget fight on his hands is Mayor Eric Adams. The mayor announced on Tuesday a balanced budget of $109.4 billion for the upcoming fiscal year with the help of $3 billion in better than expected tax revenue, a billion and a half in anticipated state aid, and $1.7 billion reduced in projected cost of sheltering the migrants. But while this rosier budget picture could counteract some of Adams' record low poll numbers, it might also empower the city council, which has to approve the budget by July 1st. And there are many entities, including the Progressive Caucus within the city council, which want to raise taxes on the rich. I have to tell you, I got to give credit to both Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams for at least for the moment sticking to their guns on this. I think if you raise taxes on the wealthy, they're going to leave the state. They're going to leave the city and they're going to go to places like Florida. They're going to go to places like Nevada. They're going to go to places where they can pay no income taxes and then we're going to lose out on all that revenue. So my hope as the budget negotiations commence is that both the governor and the mayor will keep their resolve strong during the coming weeks and months. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. I told you earlier in the program that I think where Mayor Adams is coming from in refusing to raise taxes on the wealthy makes sense. I think that's a very principled position, and I hope he's successful in battling the city council on that. However, what we have just seen from Mayor Adams in this budget kabuki dance is ridiculous. And the city, the newspaper, the city, has a very interesting article about this, how his administration really has eroded its credibility with the city council by first making the city's fiscal situation appear much worse in November and then far better in January without giving terribly much explanation as to what changed. But remember, 
In November, Mayor Adams said the sky was falling on city finances because of soaring costs of caring for migrants. He ordered city agencies to cut their budgets. And among the casualties were going to be a new class of police recruits, Sunday library hours, and street corner trash collections. Well, this week, the mayor said the sky's not falling and reduced the projected cost of caring for migrants by $1.5 billion and rescinded many of the reductions that he had demanded less than three months ago, including adding back the police class, keeping libraries open. Now, the mayor has portrayed this as a sign of how his administration was successfully managing the arrival of tens of thousands of asylum seekers. But so far, every fiscal expert that you talk to, those on the left, those on the right, those that are relatively independent, they say the sudden shift was a direct result of a series of decisions the administrations took, at least one of which was totally unprecedented, that first made the fiscal situation appear worse in November and then better in January. So now the administration has totally lost its credibility with the city council, who he has to negotiate with and get a budget done by June 30th. How does he not also lose credibility with you and me, the voters, the public? He sold us a bill of goods. Come on. I, uh, I think this is a textbook example of why the mayor is so disingenuous and untrustworthy. Beam me up. To be continued.